This is a disclaimer for you, the listener. This podcast comes with darkness, gruesome, bizarre, and downright weird stories. You've been warned. Welcome to a podcast that brings you nothing but scary stories. Scary stories. Whether you believe or don't believe, you will find this podcast disturbingly, crazily weird. (laughs) Pay attention. You are about to hear some of the most creepiest encounters the world brings. Hello my good people and welcome back to Scary Stories on a Stormy Night. Yes, we are back with yet another episode and you are going to get one each and every single week. Now, I'm also going to start dropping in some creepy, weird serial killer stories, which, let's face it, we're all interested in. And the stories that feature on this podcast are all stories that have been written by people from all around the world via the beautiful world of, well, the internet. So we don't know if these stories are true or made up. But we're not here to judge, we're just here for the scary stories. And a small favour that I'd like to ask from you guys, please hit the follow button on this podcast or like button, whichever it may be. Head over to Facebook as well. We have a Facebook page with content which is daily. All kinds of weird, creepy stories on there also. It's scary stories on a stormy night over on Facebook. And now, my friends, let's get in to today's episode. This evening, my husband was coming to pick me up from a late class. It's extremely foggy out, so not too many cars were on the road. However, one car seemed to be hovering right next to him. They stopped at the light, and he got a sense that the person in the car was watching him. He turns his head to look, and a woman in the car had her body twisted towards him, and she stared directly into his eyes. She had an eerie smile on her face. He probably could have brushed it off, except the woman in the car was me. Was me. <laughs> this exact same thing happened again at the next three lights before she turned. He said she looked exactly like me. He was sure it was. Except I definitely was not on the road. And it wasn't my car. He was so shook up. He's a pretty solid dude. And he was shaking and in tears. He got an ominous feeling and was worried for me. He was worried for me to go anywhere. What could this have been? This has really freaked my husband out. And me too.
This happened about 25 years ago. But I still think about it on a regular basis. At the time, my boys were around 6 and 8 years old. And happened in a small town about 25 miles from Skinwalker Ranch. Having grown up there, I had more than a few personal experiences, but still, it gave me chills. Well, this event was beyond anything I've ever experienced before or heard about. My two boys slept in bunk beds in a room across a hall from my room. I was fast asleep when I was suddenly woken up by the most intense and terrifying screams from my boys. Screaming and crying out for me. I jumped out of bed, grabbed my pistol and threw open my door. How do I say this? They're in front of me, running out of my son's bedroom was a two or three foot bright green creature. I have no idea what this was. But it looked to me to exit their bedroom and shoot down the hallway. Made a quick turn and shot down my basement stairs. Keep in mind all the lights were off. But this thing stood out, bright green in colour, with black patches on its face and body. You only got a quick look at it. But what my kids would tell me would terrify me. I ran into their room and flipped on the light. There they were. Both of them standing in the middle of their bedroom holding their pillows. They were crying and screaming so hard. I couldn't understand what they were saying. My wife came in and began to calm them down. While I went to look for whatever just ran down into my basement. I searched everywhere, every corner, but found nothing. I went back upstairs and asked my boys what happened. Without going into great detail here, what they told me was horrifying. My youngest son told me he woke up and noticed something green hunched over standing in the doorway just looking at him he wasn't sure what it was so he sat up when he did this thing started to grin at him with big teeth causing him to let out a scream which woke up his older brother while my younger son was telling me what he had seen my older son spoke and said 
It looked like Darth Maul, but green. This sounds familiar. Darth Maul is a Star Wars character. Look him up and you'll get an idea of the things and what we saw. Now, I guess out of fear, my youngest son grabbed his pillow and started hitting this thing, which had now moved into their bedroom closer to them. He then tells me it grabbed hold of his pillow and started to growl at him. This caused my older son to start screaming as well. Within seconds, he joined in with his pillow trying to hit over him. Until it suddenly let go of the pillow, turned and started back up towards the bedroom door. I think it must have heard me open my bedroom door because this is about when I saw it. Like I said, I didn't get the best look at it but it was bright green with black patches and it moved extremely fast. This event had a profound impact on my youngest son. From this point forward, he would only sleep with his head covered, which always worried me. I had to sleep in their room for the next week or two before they would go to sleep without me and only with a lamp in their bedroom. Sounds hard to believe. I get it. I had not seen it myself. I would have thought they were imagining things. Seeing is absolutely believing. Was it a demon? A ghost? An alien? I don't have a clue. But I do know it was not human. We never saw it again. Even today, they still draw very similar pictures of to what they saw. And while they don't like to talk about it with me, their descriptions never change. I had an experience with something very similar when I was about eight years old. And I sometimes wonder if it was the same thing. What I can tell you is that this is real, 100% true event. The first time I've shared it with everybody outside of my family. I don't expect anybody to believe it, but I'm telling you, it's all true. On May 6th, 2023, my father was found dead in his car. He had been in his car four days until police found him. His cause of death was suicide. After the service for him, 
my family had been in a depressing state. I'd always been a daddy's girl when I was young and his death destroyed me. Three days after the service, I remember the night he first appeared in my dreams. It started like any other of my normal dreams. Colours, cartoons, wacky physics, etc. Then after a while, everything cut to white. It was quiet. Not in an eerie way, but more of a calming light. After the peaceful light, I'm at my grandmother's back porch where she had her pool. We go to grandparents' house every family holiday or in the summer. It was empty. And I was staring at a bright blue pool. It felt like summer. The trees were a lush green. And it was bright outside. It felt oddly real. It felt so real that I could feel the warm summer sun and light breeze. It was quiet for a few moments until I heard the sound of a can opening. I turned to look around and I see my dad in a lounge chair with a bud light in his hand. He looked healthier like he used to back in 2020. My father, before he died, had a critical case of diabetes. Made him unhealthy and skinny. He was wearing his favourite pair of shades and his black sleeveless top and bathing shorts. He drunk from his beer and pulled up the chair beside him. He invited me to sit with him. My eyes were watering. And I sat down beside my dad. Could hear the distant sound of birds. My dad's breathing. And his occasional sipping of his bud light. It felt calm. After a while, sitting there, he turned to look at me, gave me a warm smile, and then gave a soft chuckle, telling me it'll be alright. I remember him saying to me, I'm alright. It's peaceful here. I remember his hand gently rubbing my back. It felt real. He used to rub my back when I was upset or tired. I couldn't stop my tears from falling. My breath was caught in my throat as I choked on my words. He wrapped his arms around me and gave me a big hug. His hands rubbing my back still, telling me he loved me. 
After he told me he loved me, I woke up with my eyes watering. It was strange, but it comforted me. Maybe it was his way of saying his final goodbye. And ever since this dream, I have never dreamt about my dad again. I had a car accident when I was around 20. Luckily, after a few days in hospital, I was okay. After a while, I got a good job. Then, I had a family and three kids. Then one day, it happened. I was 44. I was watching TV. Suddenly, my vision went blurry. My eyes became worse and worse every minute. After a few hours, everything went black. Then I woke up. I was in the hospital. I saw my mother smiling at me. You woke up, she said happily. Finally, after two weeks, I thought I lost you in the accident. What accident, I said. I was 20 again. I just woke up from two weeks of a coma. My whole life was a dream. I was dreaming everything while I was lying in the hospital. It took a while to accept this fact. Everyone that I knew from my dream was gone. My family, my kids. They were all the product of my imagination. I went to a psychiatrist for years before I could finally forget about it. My life went in a different way. I became a university student. When I was around 26, my vision went blurry again. I started to panic. No, it can't be happening again. No. I woke up in the hospital and I saw my mother smiling at me. You woke up, she said. Finally, after two weeks, I thought I lost you in the accident. No, I screamed. No! Jumping out of my bed. They were all scared. No, 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 they said. I woke up six times since then. Always at random times. Sometimes I woke up when I was 23. But sometimes it was much worse. Sometimes I woke up when I was 80. And already lived my whole life. Thinking that it was finally the reality. I spent lives trying to find out what kind of curse is destroying me. 
but finding nothing. I woke up always in the damn hospital after two weeks of being in a coma. Or maybe I never woke up. Maybe I died and this is the afterlife. And I'm living all possibilities that could have happened if I'd have survived the accident. Or maybe I'm still in a coma. And I'm just constantly dreaming different lives. I have no idea how much time passed since the accident. I have no idea why I am writing this down. But, it might only exist in a dream world. My vision is starting to get blurry. I just want to live in reality again. I want to wake up. I have been grieving over my mother's recent death. But, it's the way she died that is starting to concern me. We recently brought a new house and we're living together. And there was one area of the house we'd never been in. The basement. But, on our house's first anniversary, we decided to see what was inside. I went first. To protect my mother, of course, only armed with a pocket knife, just in case. When I went down there and turned on the light, it was flickering, and all I could see was the flickering shadow of a tall figure. When I turned around to point her out, she was nowhere to be seen. I screamed out to her. Mom! Hello? Where are you? When I told the police this, they laughed at me. But I demanded her to be announced missing. So people could begin to look for her. After two years, she had been announced dead. But I still believe she is out there somewhere. I still go down to the basement every day. Checking for her. Seeing what could have gone wrong. Who the figure is. But the day after she disappeared, I checked the basement. The light was completely broken now. And when I used my phone flashlight to see... I saw my mother in the corner and she said to me in a demonic voice See you soon I'm 19 living with my roommate my roommate goes out for a few hours, so I'm stuck alone. 
I'm watching TV when I hear tapping on my front door. I get up to go and check and see a tall, lanky man staring at my door with his hands behind his back. I get freaked out and don't answer his calls for someone to open up. After what feels like 10 minutes, he leaves. I thought everything was going to be fine. Guess I thought wrong. Can hear strange scratching at my window. Now absolutely terrified, I go to the other side of our house and peep carefully through the window, opposite to the one I heard the sounds coming from. I see the same lanky man scratching at the window. He had a knife behind his back, which he was probably going to attack me with if he got in. I called the cops, and as soon as I heard alarms blaring, the man ran away. But the creepiest thing of all was that we have cameras planted at every base of the area. Yet not a single one caught a glimpse of the guy. Why? It baffles me to this day. Such a terrifying situation. Yet the man in question was not caught on our CCTV footage. January 24th. 2023 My sister and I was always close growing up we were always at each other's back until she turned 15 everything changed she would always lock herself up in her room and only came out for the bathroom and food sometimes not even that one time it was dinner and my mum called me and asked if I could ask my sister if she's hungry. I went upstairs to her room and knocked on her door. No response. Knocking again. Still no response. Since we were never allowed to lock our room doors, I opened the door she was just standing there, not saying anything, just standing there staring at me. As I opened the door further, I walked closer to her. Mum's asked if you're hungry and are you okay? Leave. That's how she responded, with a deep enough tone to scare a dog. What the fuck? I struggled to get my words out. Because she showed no emotion. It was like she lost all of her senses. Leave. She screamed this time. I just got out of there and ran downstairs. As my mum asked, well, is she hungry? 
almost telling my mum what happened, I said, she's already ate mum. After that day, everything about her was off. I tried to ignore it because I thought, that's what teenagers do, right? Well, wrong. 2.56am, I randomly wake up to scratching noises, like an animal was digging. I get out of bed to find where it was coming from. Well, it was coming from my sister's room. Instead of knocking, I burst into her room. I was lost for words of what I saw my sister carving. She was carving, she must die, on her bedroom wall, right above a family picture. With everybody's faces scribbled over but mine, having a red circle around my face. As she spots me, shaking in terror and struggling to grasp words, she runs to the door and slams it shut. The next morning, I pretend nothing had happened. I go downstairs and surprisingly see my sister sitting at the island, smiling. It was unusual, because like I've said, she never comes out of her bedroom, nor downstairs. Besides being weird, I asked her, where's mum? No response. As she continues to stare and smile at me, I didn't think anything of it. Almost made me forget about the night before. Until she fixes her mouth and asks, is your face okay? I was confused as I ran to the mirror to see. Die, I will kill you, drawn on my face. I was in panic. Why, I said. Each step I take, the more her smile fades away. You should watch it, she says with a grin and stands up and looks at me face to face leans closer to my ear and says you wouldn't want me to use a knife next right i just ran back upstairs she ran straight to her room and slams her door as if it didn't shake me enough i hear more scratching i had to put a stop to all of this so I burst into her room to see once again another carving, but this time it says 2.56am, Friday the 2nd, 2023, drawn over my face in red marker, with a red substance dripping from the picture. I still don't know what the date meant, but to this day, I never went back into my sister's room, nor I said any other word to her. Well, as I write this, it's February the 1st, 
2023. And that is it for this week's episode, my friends. I have enjoyed these scary stories. They have been incredible to read. Some of them are, well, let's just say very disturbing. And I've also, I do like the point of that we add a little bit of an emotional one in there. Because let's face it, yes, we do like the scary side of this podcast. That's what we're here for. But I also do like to add the element of emotion. Just like people losing family members and reconnecting through dreams. So guys, please take care of yourself. Thank you for listening and I'll see you again next week for a new episode.